Hi, I'm Tara Stubbins. I'm a celebrity assistant, certified lifestyle manager, and time management expert. You can find me at takeiteasyconcierge.com. And thanks for listening to the Rockstar of Real Estate, realestatepodcastshow.com. Hello. Oh, hey. Good morning, Tara. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. That My phone didn't work. Sorry about that. No, you know what? Every time I do this, I I learn something. So (laughs) I I don't know what people are using. I don't know whether it's a phone, a computer carrier pigeon um whatever device a fax machine i don't know what's going on i don't care it doesn't matter to me I, you know i'm open to all that but uh, i, I want to make it easy for you guys make it like one one-stop shopping yeah i always yeah. used my cell phone i don't know what happens maybe because okay. it's monday who knows <laughs> Pro- probably exactly that probably exactly mm-hmm. that it's monday all right well obviously um I had to uh, make sure that I had the um, absolute perfect person to be talking to about uh, all the uh, all the amazing topics we're going to cover today. So from, uh, you know, music business stuff to TIFF stuff, because obviously you are um, um, obviously you you are or were the official Concierge. concierge yeah not this year because there's not no celebrities well, in town doesn't matter to me you still are as far uh, as i'm concerned the title goes on because no, no one else can do it this year no so there's you, an asterisk exactly, just like you, in the yeah, 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 you, professional sports right <laughs> exactly exactly so as far as i'm concerned i'm going to still refer to you you can correct me or that person if you want i don't care (laughs) so because you're in the know obviously again i wanted to talk to you about that and obviously i wanted to uh again sort of get your insight on um how you've been again just an absolute rock star in terms of what you've been able to do for um all the amazing people you've helped move over the years uh whether it's a uh school teacher or uh, you know, rock star castle. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think you have a, um, uh, specific, um, uh, you know, you, 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 you've helped everybody on, on all levels. So I know you probably got some really good tips for people. So I wanted to start today with the, um, the discussion that we've kind of been having on the side about the future of live music. Cause I thought this would be the best topic to ask someone who is, you know, so much, part of the behind the scenes like you're not on the stage even though maybe you know maybe you wanted to be one day um, <laughs> but you're there like you're you're behind the scenes you you know what the rumbling is um, so I wanted to get your take on that of course because you and your you know your loved one uh, know <laughs> everything about this stuff I, I, I kind of wanted to get your uh, insight and uh, and see what uh, you know what you guys think is uh, is happening what's going on yeah it's crazy that it's been uh, just over six months since the entire music industry has shut down and nothing has ever taken um, like has shut down the music industry before like this no 9-11 did but they only stopped for a week and then they kept on going and yeah. it's crazy to think that you know an industry uh, music you know a field that brings us all together is now mm-hmm. the field that is pretty much one of the only ones that isn't allowed to start back up again and let us connect, um, which is crazy. Everything else has kind of started. Films have started. 
Uh, theater has not, but um, they are, there are rumblings that they are going to try to do some um, smaller productions here and there. I know the mm -hmm. comedy, comedy industry has started, sports has started. So like the live production, live concert industry is the only one that still is sitting and waiting. Which is really sad too. Which is again just so weird to me because as much as I'm not, and I and I and I, I've said this to everybody I've known over the years. I may have said it to you, but I mean, I grew up playing all the sports, but I've never watched sports. It's a very mm -hmm. weird situation. I love playing hockey, never watched it, mm -hmm. so I can't even understand watching baseball games myself or mm -hmm. basketball games and and knowing there's no one there. I could probably get my head around the idea of. Uh, watching a concert because I do this and it's the reason we got the big screen TV yeah um, so I could watch the who live uh, from 1972 anytime <laughs> I want and just yep. sort of uh, distract myself so the fact that they're not um, you know coming up with ideas that you know that can like like uh, again like like a live sports event that you watch and, and you know I know it can't be uh, the big crowd but they can basically have uh, you know, some version of that experience just to sort of, I guess, tied us over, but not like it doesn't appear any of that stuff is going on. It's no. just like, uh, it's like literally, like you said, it's like, it's a, uh, like a, a complete shutdown. Yeah. So, um, the concert industry, uh, unlike the, um, you know, sports industry, the sports industry is, uh, kind of driven by ad revenue, whereas the right. concert industry is driven by concert sales and, yeah. and tickets and merch sales. Right. So the sporting events can go on because they can still sell television ads. How yeah. many television ads can you sell? You know, once somebody watches a show, they're going to have watched it. You can't kind of replay it over and over again like you would in every single live city. Um, so the rumors that I hear um have been that as you know as soon as the football stadiums that are testing out the crowds um are good to go with you know people being clear from covid and mm -hmm. not having to shut down the the nfl then the concerts are actually going to start trying to do stadiums and let kind of a third um, amount of the crowds in oh, okay. now now that being said um it's hard for them to be in a place and you know set up and pay the crew and pay everybody and only sell a th and pay for the rig that fills a huge stadium and only yeah. sell like an arena size amount of tickets so they would have to stay in a city two three maybe four days and it would kind of be like mini um you know mini uh vegas deals mini oh, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. the residencies so, right? mini residencies yeah, yes I, I, I love those ideas i mm -hmm. love residencies as um as a way to do things i know billy joel's done uh yeah. one like that in new york i mean obviously massey hall we've got it here i was i think i had a dream once that rush was going to do that oh nice um, and, and 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 terribly it never happened but some i think some some bands could probably you know, pull it off uh, even bigger than they might, you know, exactly bigger than they might think because of, uh, you know, weirdos like me who would love to see a band three times mm -hmm. uh, in a week if, if, yeah, I, no, if I had the sure. chance. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. a lot of people would. And if you yeah. couldn't, if they're only selling, you know, a third of the tickets, at least they can s give the opportunity for more people to see it um, oh, if yeah. they in a city for that long. And then they would cut down on travel and and all of that. So. Um, that's the rumor. The rumor also is that 2021, they're going weather 
COVID's happening or not. Um, okay. I know a lot of the big rock and roll bands are like, screw it, we're going. We're booking, we're going. So, yeah. um, you know, they may also go to countries that are kind of on really good lockdown and are almost COVID free, such as, well, I know uh, New Zealand and Australia have gone back on lockdown, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they can clear it, then they may go to Australia and just live there for two months and travel, you know, quarantine, of course, and then travel. Around- yeah. Thing that may be happening in 2021. But yeah, yeah, still up in the air. I also know that I heard on the radio the other day that they were getting really excited to announce more car concerts. Um, so that is something that's happening. I know the OLG stage here in Toronto are offering a few car concerts. Um, and, you know, that that could be a good system to see some of your favorite kind of smaller bands. But I don't see bigger bands, you know, U2 or Guns N' Roses or the Stones filling up a yeah. parking lot, you know. Well, I imagined, actually, weirdly enough, when this all started, I imagined, like, if we were seeing the Stones, because mm. remember remember mm-hmm. when? Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember that show? Mm-hmm. That might be the last big live show ever. Yeah. Um, you know, like, to that nature. But in that, in, that, in, that, uh, in that field, I mean, of course, it wouldn't be um, nearly the same, but I, I think they could probably do a pretty good job of, of just jamming cars right up to the stage. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, which will just look so weird, but still, I guess that's um, an, an alternative. So I, 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 uh, I guess, yeah, I guess we'll have to sort yeah. of wait and see and I think uh, see big, what the next level is. Um, yeah. Maybe it might even be uh, what's that thing where they where, where you can beam, um, oh, yeah. beam beam someone um, <laughs> like a, like Star Vir- Trek. Yeah, like they did with Whitney Houston, the hologram. Yes, yeah, yeah, the hologram <laughs> tours. Obviously, the hologram tours that. Uh, you can do to your house because yes. obviously, uh, you know, obviously the, uh, the the venue is the big issue, not the not the artists. So, exactly. Uh, wow. Yeah. So okay. So that that's again, that's good to hear because again, obviously that 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 you know that they're going to head out hell or high water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess it, it may you know uh, COVID nineteen may not be the worst disease anybody ever caught at the backstage of a concert. It's true. Uh, <laughs> The so back of a tour bus has a lot more germs. Ba- yeah, exactly. You're, you're probably right. Who, know, who knows? Uh, who knows if you can compare the two uh, and how dangerous it's been all these years, anyways, uh, for you guys um, yeah. on those tours. Uh, okay, so now let's move on to uh, something more local because it's obviously here. And uh, maybe if you can explain to people how, uh, again, how is tiff happening this year and 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 um you know and and what part um you know do you have in it if you uh, have if one? i have if, any part if, yeah well yeah i mean if you if you um are, are are adapting to which i know you are um but obviously just uh, you know how 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 has it changed on your end and uh what do you know is going on yeah, so TIFF this year has gone all digital, all virtual. They're offering uh, tickets that you can buy uh, streaming for the different movies so you can watch them from the comfort of your own home and, you know, your pajamas. There's no big TIFF parties. There's no big TIFF galas. And the biggest thing that I would always be involved with were obviously the celebrities in town um, and no celebrities are in town either. It's all virtual. All the interviews are virtual. Everything is happening Um you know, from 
most of them are in LA and New York and streaming into Toronto. Wow. Um, so another big thing that I would always uh, love to do is I would always share insider peek into the TIFF gift bags, which are always yeah. a big thing. Everybody yeah. wants uh, you know, uh, to know what's inside them and hopefully get their hands on one. Um, so they are offering digital gift bags this year, but they're just coupons for, you know, some local um, restaurants when they when you can travel to them again for the people out of town um, and, you know, some online magazines and tip memberships and things like that. Um, but I always like to support local and to support, um, you know, as many small businesses as I can. Yeah. Um, as a personal shopper, I have the opportunity to be able to do that a lot and I try to do it as much as possible. And I always find it, um, this year I find it sad that, you know, these local small businesses aren't getting the boost that they normally get from TIFF, from, you know, flower shops to local restaurants to uh, even dry cleaners, um, obviously the hotels, things like that, you know, the, the TIFF economy that would always boost Toronto isn't, it's not happening this year. Um, so I always like to try and say that now is a good time to try and go out and support those little small businesses as much as possible, um, as much as, you know, you mm -hmm. can, if mm -hmm. you want to have a little tiff party of, you know, your own little family in your home, it's a great time to do so. And just another little tidbit is TIFF this year, 43% um, of the films are directed and or created by women, oh, which is, okay. yeah, which is great. And they're also celebrating the 45th anniversary of Planet Africa. So they're really celebrating, you know, women in film and um, black indigenous people of color in film as well, which is a great time to also support those local businesses. I, I love the idea. I actually heard, I'm not sure if it's in the, um, film festival, but I just heard yesterday on the radio that um, I guess R Regina King, mm -hmm. um, I guess, has a, a movie that she's working on, and it sounds amazing. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's, it's a TIFF movie, but um, the women, the woman in film um, idea to me, that's that's wonderful. I I, I want nothing but uh, you know that kind of um, positive energy, especially when it comes to uh, you know my own daughter yes. uh, and, and seeing what uh, what's possible out there, and obviously you know having. Uh, uh, amazing, you know, female role models around her, you know, from her mother to, uh, you know, for, for you and for Leah, like people that just, um, you know, just don't take, uh, you know, don't, 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 don't sit back and wait. You just sort mm -hmm. of make, make, you sort of make shit happen. And uh, to me, that's contagious. And, uh, you know, every small girl, uh, you know, teenager, woman, you name it, should have uh, those kind of influences because, you um, I mean, you know, you you just need light right now, especially Absolutely. with this world. You just need to say, you know what, there's nothing I can't do. Um, and regardless of, you know, there's there's all sorts of other things going on in the world, which I, uh, I, I you know, I, I'm saying, well, there's always been barriers for people. I just, I just don't want anyone, my clients included, to ever think that um, there's anything that they can't achieve, even if they came from nothing, which uh, a lot of us did uh, yep. you know, start with zero and sometimes less than mm -hmm. uh, to, get the, to get the ball rolling. 
Yeah, and Regina King's um, film is uh, in TIFF this it year. It is. That's probably yeah. where I heard about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, then, it's, yeah. It sounds really another, good. Muhammad Ali, you know, the whole Muhammad Ali uh, angle on it for me. I, yeah, I, I love that aspect of it. So another great one this year, um, directed by a really famous um, woman, female actor, is uh, called Bruised by Halle Berry, oh, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's um, about the world of MMA fighting. Um, and so, you know how good she was in, what was it, Monsters Ball? Um, and so I, I'm really excited to see that one this year as well. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think having lined up and, uh, you know, gone to these movies over the years, we even tried to squeeze one in while the kids were in school, which was mm-hmm. uh, not easy to do. But uh, we can actually technically... Uh, you know, have a little easier time uh, setting up the home theater and uh, exactly, <laughs> uh, and, and getting the whole thing going, popcorn and all, and uh, and have you guys over and uh, yeah. you know, make make a whole <laughs> make a whole night of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, last last thing I wanted to talk about today, because again, I, I never like taking up too much of your time, but it's always so interesting that we could just you know talk for hours. Is um, the uh, ideas I've been sort of you know rolling out over the over the year is just the whole trying to you know create that moving experience that. Uh, you know, moving like a rock star. I, I, I don't know if that's the, the, the right way to call it, but um, trying to make sure that when people are asking me, you know, how do I do, uh, you know, how do I, you know, make a, a move or relocation, whatever, how do I, uh, you know, do this and, and, you know, not have, you know, not, not lose my mind in the process because of all the details and the organizing and the moving trucks and everything else. So I wanted to, again, just sort of get your, um, take on what you offer uh because again i know you know from so many great reviews on 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 what you've done and having worked with you you know ourselves uh we know that it's uh you know it's 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 a no-brainer so how would you again how would you sort of explain to someone who's you know thinking of moving right now how would you explain what you can do for that you know uh, experience for that. Yeah, so I think uh, to explain what I do is to help explain kind of my five top tips to move like a rock star cool. and how I can get involved in every single one of those steps. So the first would be to plan, plan, plan. I feel like people get really excited about the end result of moving, um, you know, moving into a new home, selling off kind of the old, but they uh, kind of a fresh start, um, but they and they plan like you know what their house will look like when they get there and you know where they'll put the furniture but they kind of slack in the whole planning process leading up to it so Mm -hmm. buying the boxes coordinating with the moving company you know making sure that um, you have dinner uh, ready for you when you move into the new place because I know the last thing you want to do after a busy day is to now think about what to eat Um, You know, things like that. There's a ton of planning that goes into moving um, that a lot of people just don't think about because they're kind of focusing on the end result. So um, at Take It Easy, we can help um, kind of with that whole planning process and really put um, a plan together so your move goes very easily. Um, The next would be to do a little every day. So I feel like people get really overwhelmed. You know, there's so much packing to do. There's so much cleaning to do. There's so much coordination to do. How am I possibly going to get that done all in one day? Some people need to 
possibly paint, you know, the new place, the old place, mm -hmm. maybe renovations. There's just so many things to think about and it is quite overwhelming. Um, and as a time management coach, I always like to tell people to, you know, if you can't figure out how to fit everything in your day, then you need to let something go. But if that's something that's still really important and needs to get done, then you really need to think about delegating at least mm -hmm. some part of oh, that yeah. out. Yeah. So if it's, you know, if when people say, well, moving so expensive, I can't afford to delegate all of that out. But, you know, you don't have to delegate all of that out. You can delegate one portion of it. You know, maybe it's um, just the pre-planning, like buying the boxes, making sure you're organized to do all the packing yourself. Or maybe it's the unpacking at the other end, whatever part, or maybe it's the coordination, coordinating of, you know, the moving company and, and all the little things um, that you, you just can't wrap your head around, you don't have time for in a day. So really think what you can do yourself a little bit every day and what you can delegate out as well. Um, another really big tip that I have is to hire a reputable moving company and don't cheap out. I feel like people are always trying to get the cheapest deal on moving companies and then they complain that, you know, mm -hmm. their stuff was left on the front porch or um, it, it's crazy. I had one client the other day who I actually didn't even know was moving and then she's like, I'm moving in three days. And okay. I was like, oh, wow, okay. And she's like, I booked this moving company here in Toronto. I was like, oh, why didn't you tell me I could have booked, you know, all these other ones? It's, it was actually a company I'd never heard of. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, I just saw the truck go by and I thought I would book it. You know, number rule number one, probably not the best way to do it. So this moving company was supposed to show up at um, three o'clock in the afternoon and move. Yeah. It was a very small kind of um, pied-a-terre that she was moving out of. Um, very small kind of one bedroom. Not a lot of things. So they showed up at three. The guy came in. He started taking some pictures um, and then he said, well, this is more than 45 boxes. Mm. And my client said, where did you, why do you mean 45 boxes? He said, mm. oh, our moving plan from three o'clock PM on is only for 45 boxes. And she mm. said, I had no, um, like discussion on this. This is crazy. I've never heard of anything like this. He said, okay, let me go down to the truck and talk to my, um, partner or get mm. the moving dollies or something like that. So they went down and then I was standing there and it had been like five, 10 minutes. I'm like, where are these guys? So we looked down and their truck was completely gone. They gone. left. Yeah, yeah. Left. you know what? That, that sounds weirdly <laughs> familiar from some of the horror stories I've heard. I couldn't um, believe it. And this person had to be out. It was 3 p.m. They had to be out. And so yeah. we called the company and they said, oh, yeah, they had a doctor's appointment. They couldn't do the move in the um, before the doctor's appointment. So um, you should book another company. <laughs> wow. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. So I, I, I had that happen last week with a, a client telling me that an electrician came in to give him a quote, mm -hmm. walked into the house, mm -hmm. said, oh, okay, I'm going to go back to the car and, and work on the quote. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes later, 30 minutes later, not coming back and asking, you know, Where'd you go? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I, I, I decided not to take the job. Okay. Like, not, not, not saying goodbye, not saying 
you know, anything, just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I just decided to keep going. Like, yes. what, like, like these guys, some of these people in moving companies, and unfortunately, because of the fact that some moving companies are changing their name mm-hmm. on the way from one house to the next, mm-hmm. uh, so you can't find them or you have to, like, you know, like, uh, whatever. I actually put that in my, um, my, my, my top 10 questions to ask when hiring a contractor because uh, of the whole alias issue with, mm-hmm. uh, with movers as well. So that, that, that just drives me crazy, which is why, um, again, I, I just would rather tell my clients to talk to you, get a screened and vetted list mm-hmm. of people that will not leave town. And if they do, um, you can find them. And yeah. I know you've got people that you can put <laughs> into action to find, uh, you know, pe- people who steal your client's stuff. Yeah, well, um, they don't because... They don't, yeah. No. Obviously, why, you know, again, why would a reputable person do that? Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, and that's, I guess, that's the point, so... Yeah, and, and, and just, you know, you in this sort of situation, you pay for what you... You get for what you pay for. So, right. you know, if you're trying to move an entire house for $150 like you're you're gonna run into trouble so you know spend a little bit more but have that peace of mind that it's going to go smoothly and you know well um, and stress-free that's great Um, so then number four tip would be um, I always find it interesting that people don't leave a lot of things out of boxes you know, my number one tip when moving to save time is to try and put absolutely everything possible in a box. Yeah. Um, it will help the movers and it will help you save time so much. They'll be able to stack the truck better. You know, don't have these garbage bags filled with things or, you know, trash cans or laundry bins or, or you know, I've seen so many different creative ways of moving things and it just you know it it they'll move it they'll be happy to move it but it just takes up a lot more time and it takes up a lot more space in the truck as well um, so you're so you're not suggesting the uh, the ron jeremy because uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I read something or just heard something you know stupid about for some reason uh, he never used suitcases. He always used garbage bags. Yeah. Uh, which, uh, you know, again, I'm not questioning anything about Ron's life, but uh, I don't think moving with garbage bags in general is, uh, you know, if it's important, it's probably going to be in the garbage if it's in a garbage bag. Exactly. Uh, sounds like to me, if you're trusting somebody else to, you know, take care of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. That, um, those are great points. Yeah. And then my last point would just be to, you know, kind of take, take it as it is. So trust in the professionals that you've hired and that you've put into place. And, um, you know, people get so stressed on moving day or leading up to the move and, you know, their life is still going on in the background and there's other things that you need to concentrate on, you know, family, work, um, you know, other side projects that you might be working on. So, you know, concentrate on that. Let the professionals that you've put your trust in do their job. You'll have a really great experience. Uh, you know what? I, I, again, I've never, again, I've never had a, a doubt anytime I've connected you to people and you've helped them uh, on, on all numbers of topics and, 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 and um, matters and, and, and relocations, local, international, all that stuff. So I know uh, for a fact that uh, again they're in good hands with you, so I guess we'll uh, we'll make sure that everyone knows because uh, although they may have heard your other podcast, they should go back and listen to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but obviously, how what's the best way for uh, anyone to reach out and uh, connect with you and 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 get uh, you know get the real thing? 
Yeah, so my website's takeiteasyconcierge.com and you can also find me on social at Tara with two R's underscore concierge. Awesome. Thank you so much for, uh, again, giving me uh, and, and all of us here the uh, this amazing insight on all this stuff. And um, uh, hopefully the rest of the year will be a little less <laughs> dramatic for, for all of us, uh, yes. you guys included. And I know, uh, uh, I know we've been talking about, uh, again, how we're all managing. And I hope, again, I hope, you know, of course, I hope you guys are safe. I hope your loved ones are uh, doing well. And um and all that stuff. Yeah, you same to you. Thanks so much for having me, Paul. Oh, I appreciate always it. Always there. Always, always open. And as I told you before, the door is open for uh, you know you guys anytime. And uh, you know, hopefully, we'll uh, continue on with some more awesome topics as time goes. Sounds great. All right. Thanks again. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.